It is a Groove Cafe on RX Radio and I am Crystal excited to be chatting with my guest today. He's been doing quite a few things and you probably know him well from the NTV style project which is every Friday. He's also the founder of Easy Apparel which is proudly Ugandan a model and so much more. I have Rama Chizito joining me on the Groove Cafe today. Hello. Hello, how are you? Great to um be here for Great the first time. Yeah. Have you? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm super excited to be with um, someone that I've uh, watched over the years. Um, oh. Make it big in the industry. Oh wow! Uh, Radio. I followed you for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> it's thank a blessing you. to be here. Oh, well, thank you very mm. much. Look at you making me start. I know. Right? I'm feeling <laughs> shy already. Mm. <laughs> so Rama, you are. You know, Izzy Apparel is proudly Ugandan. Proudly Even though Ugandan. you've been in fashion and style in that industry for a long time. You decided to launch your own brand. Absolutely. When I've been was in this? the industry for uh, 10 years because mm-hmm. I used to be a model, mm-hmm. uh, actively runway um, commercials as well. Mm-hmm. But then I started to sell clothes when I was in uh, my HEC in oh, high school. In I used to high sell. school? Yeah. I didn't have a shop then, but mm-hmm. I used to, I love fashion so much. So I used to move around uh, my friends who had shops, I get their pieces, mm-hmm. and then uh, look at who can buy certain pieces and then head to their offices. Mm-hmm. So that is how I started my fashion journey, mm-hmm. uh, the business-wise. Okay. But then uh, also modeling pushed me a lot. It exposed me to very many people that later turned into customers. Mm-hmm. So, But it also been, sounds like you've always had an eye. Yeah, absolutely. I was um, a loner growing up. I don't have childhood friends. Eh? So... Wait, 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 wait. Roll that back. What yeah. do you mean? I don't have childhood friends. I used to watch kids play, but then I was never really interested in uh, things that are communal. Mm. I was always at the back watching things happen. Like so, you like to do your own thing? Exactly. It, it made me look at things critically. Okay. And uh, draw inspiration from You are that watcher. The yeah. silent watcher. <laughs> yeah. Judging the rest of us. I was always that kind of person. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where did you grow up? Uh, I was born in the ghettos of Wai, Sikawimpe. Okay. And uh, it's yo, it's it's just been good because then uh, I always have a problem when I'm speaking. Mm. Uh, people always ask me which schools did you go to? Mm-hmm. Maybe because of your accent or something. But I, I went to a very local school in Kawempe. Mm-hmm. Uh, then um, I was blessed. My mom is a teacher. Mm-hmm. So when she got transferred to Nakasero Primary School, mm-hmm. uh, that is when I joined Nakasero. Then um, in my O-level, I joined Kampi Muslim. Okay. But then more blessings as well. I used to play volleyball. Mm-hmm. So St. Mary's Chitende took me from uh, Kampi Muslim. So I studied on uh, Basari at St. Mary's Chitende. Okay. Yeah. Do you feel like your life could have turned out differently? Uh, I think so because then uh, when you don't expose yourself to um, the other kind of life that you're not used to, Mm -hmm. you think what you know is always enough. So Mm. um, 
sports pushed me a lot it mm-hmm. raised my esteem issues uh, like going back about uh, uh, me being an introverted child mm-hmm. so it is actually sports that made me a little bit come that got out you out be, of your shell exactly when was that when did you start playing volleyball i started playing volleyball in uh, form 1 mm-hmm. but then my parents thought it wasn't something serious i used to tell them <laughs> yeah i play volleyball on the school team mm-hmm. it only got serious when um, my mom got a call from the coach of uh, St. Mary's to tender that i need your boy to come to my school mm-hmm. everything sponsored that is when she actually believed that it was serious wow yeah That must have been a moment you are very proud I, of. I, I was very very proud. Cuz you've been talking about it like I'm doing this thing and yeah, I'm really good. Exactly. And also I'm not the kind of person who loves um putting my work out there. I'm mm-hmm. very lazy. I love putting people's work out there. So okay. I was actually very lazy to convince people that I was actually so good at volleyball that Okay. So you would just level. go do your thing? I'll do my thing. And then if someone sees you then they know. Exactly. Ah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm. So it's funny you're talking about you were an introverted child, yeah. right? You do your own thing, you weren't, you know, playing and putting yourself out there. Yeah. And then you become a model. A Absolutely. runway model at like uh, that. It still surprises my mom to mm-hmm. date cuz then they always knew me as the quiet child mm. like someone would uh, get to my space and I'll just live in my space and I'll just live and leave them in my space okay so it surprised everyone my mom my family mm. they never saw that coming okay they I, never really are saw you that part coming. of a big family how many siblings do you have i have nine siblings okay yeah. and you're number i'm number five. okay yeah. oh my god now that's a proper <laughs> middle child right yeah, there yeah i'm a child so you lived in your own world I, i was in my own world what were you interested in when you were young well i really loved seeing kids happy mm-hmm. because then i was in this other side of life and i was more focused on what is that exact thing that actually made these kids happy okay so it made me uh, look at life totally differently as a child mm-hmm. i saw the need for happiness more than happiness itself wow yeah wow most people don't even start to think about that until they are much older i know i know i was a kind <laughs> of kid yeah so that means you were always lost in thought Always, always, 24/7. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So S1 is when you started playing volleyball. Yeah. And then your mom gets this call and she's like, "Oh, okay, this is serious." Exactly. And then you also realize at that point that you know you have this skill, you have this ability that can take you to the next yes, level. Yes, yes, yes. So you took it very seriously at that point? Yeah, it was it was very serious because uh Uh when I went to St. Mary's Chitendi just after two weeks mm-hmm. um KCC as a volleyball team they called me as well just after two weeks so wow. I got a contract when I was still in school to play for KCC as well mm-hmm. so the tournaments would come and I'd play for my school and I'd also play for KCC as mm-hmm. a club okay yeah. so when did modeling first happen did someone see you somewhere my first time on the runway Uh, I'm friends with Joram Mozirajob he's an agent yes yes so he called me the first time he saw me it was actually uh on the streets i think there was a carnival or something mm-hmm. so he called me introduced himself and of course i knew him mm-hmm. because i loved fashion from way back mm-hmm. so i was also excited to meet him <laughs> so he was like you can actually be a model why don't you try it mm-hmm. i was like i can't <laughs> <laughs> Okay. My first gig. Uh-huh. Uh, that time uh, Sylvia Worry had uh, 
um, I think monthly shows mm-hmm. um, at uh, Garden City as well. Uh-huh. Then that is the time that she had that massive show. It was called uh, Forever Love. Mm. It attracted uh, very many fashion lovers. So it was my first major fashion show okay. on the runway. Okay. Yeah. So uh, before that, were you doing editorial though? I was doing a little bit of editorial because mm-hmm. then um, I had a friend as well who owned uh, a casting agency mm. called Extreme Casting. Mm-hmm. So he took my pictures using a phone. I remember it was an IDOS phone, no small, small phones. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, so he took my phones and um, he called me randomly and he told me, yo, uh, there is a merger of uh, Airtel and uh, Warid. Mm-hmm. Was it Airtel or was it Celtel? That wedding, there was some advert. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, it was a merger. And he called me, like, yo, I need you to be there. Mm-hmm. Do you have a suit? Like, yeah, I have one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the client likes you. I send the pictures and they like you. And yeah, we were shooting the following day. <laughs> was it different becoming a model? Because that puts you out there. Yeah, it, it was different. But then it is such a paradox that... I really love impacting lives mm-hmm. and the only way I would do it is to actually first get there. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit nervous um, sending in front of cameras for the very first time mm-hmm. and then the very, very professional guys from South Africa, like everything is on script. Mm-hmm. So it was an experience. It exposed me to, okay, if you want to do this, there are certain things that are like the basics you, you just need to get used to camera because mm-hmm. then if you want to impact lives if you want to um, change the lives of um, kids who are like you mm-hmm. who are engulfed in that kind of life you actually need to get there mm-hmm. and then try to understand them because okay. sometimes they don't understand themselves so I was in that position and from that time I've never really looked back okay yeah. my goodness so you get yourself up on this platform and mm-hmm. things start to happen, right? Yeah, things start to happen. But what's interesting is still the introvert in exactly. you is very much alive and well. I love people, but from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it makes sense. <laughs> oh man, when people are watching you on TV, <laughs> this is going to be hard. I know, I know. Right? <laughs> you like people, but from a yeah, distance. Yeah, from a distance. Yeah, I, I just love being in my space. Okay. Yeah. All right. So mm. you are also a talent manager as well. Yeah. Is that a recent development? Um, It is something that is not uh, very common Mm -hmm. professionally Mm -hmm. in Uganda Mm -hmm. for uh, talents that are not uh, music artists. Mm -hmm. It is not something common. So I've researched a lot. Most of my time, I'm I'm on the laptop at night when I wake up. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of research. And um, we have amazing people. We have amazing talents in Uganda. Brands, really? Exactly. They really have issues with, um, first of all, time management, Mm -hmm. uh, negotiation for businesses, Mm -hmm. and placing themselves with Mm -hmm. potential clients. Uh So I saw that gap and I'm like, why don't I do this? Mm -hmm. But of course, uh, it is hard for me to do it alone. And because of the nature of uh, some of our celebrities as well, Mm -hmm. some come with uh, really huge, huge problems and uh, the journey is in phases. Mm -hmm. You have to first do this. You have to first do this. Then the respect as well. Mm -hmm. They see you as a kid. They see you as a man and maybe they can't listen to you Mm -hmm. and they forget you're in for the business, not for just the person. Mm-hmm. They can't differentiate between. Um, I'll give an example of you. There's Christian Newman, mm-hmm. the person. Yes. 
the home girl mm-hmm. but then there is the talent as well yes. so it's a challenge for uh, most of our celebrities here to be professional i think yeah, what you're saying is exactly. to be professional and yeah. to remember that some decisions are exactly. professional decisions to make it just has to be that okay. because then it comes from an informed point of view of mm-hmm. there is a reason why i'm actually advising you to do this mm-hmm. and not this mm-hmm. i'm advising you to say no to that deal and maybe say yes to this so it is a huge gap mm-hmm. and um I don't think we are yet to get there. We have a long way to go. I like what you talked about saying no to some business. Exactly. That's very very important if you're building a brand True. because you have to understand what your brand, you know what you want it to be. Exactly. You can't take on everything. And sometimes especially when someone starts to peak It's so much business coming their Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And it can be confusing, I imagine. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it's really confusing because sometimes it gets you when you are a little bit broke and you need mm-hmm. that small money. But the end goal is for certain deals that you take in, mm-hmm. you're actually losing something bigger mm-hmm. if you don't know. Now, it is something that some of our people here don't understand. Mm-hmm. You are positioning yourself for smaller brands. Mm-hmm. If you take one deal from a small brand, small pay, that is how people are going to look at you sure. it's a business of perception mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so do you do digital marketing as well yeah i do digital marketing from uh, strategy um that whole process mm-hmm. strategy content creation okay uh, so you work with companies as well yes i work mm-hmm. with companies as well and uh, mm-hmm. uh, some government personalities oh, okay uh, yeah mm. i run some of their socials Okay, yeah. all right. That's an interesting space to be in. Like you said, most people think, ah, you know, social media manager for a musician exactly. or maybe yeah. an actor and actress, but there's so many other brands. And it's also different because uh with um government, mm-hmm. you look at them as politicians. Mm-hmm. Whatever they say out there can be is against them. That's what I'm thinking. You have to be on top of things because <laughs> exactly. you have to be very careful very, how very you careful. represent this exactly. personality. So it's a journey of continuous uh, learning mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. You have to be in the know of what's happening, what happened here, mm. what is the government say on um, diplomacy issues on a certain country, mm-hmm. on a certain personality. It pushes you to keep learning every every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I love the sound of that. Mm. So I wanted to go back to fashion. You started doing secondhand clothes yep. in your A level, right? Yeah, in my A level. Uh-huh. And then you started a company with your brother. Yeah, I started a company. It was called Catalog Uganda. Mm-hmm. Uh, my big brother is a pharmacist, the one that I follow. Okay. So he saw the passion that I had in clothes mm-hmm. and uh, we decided to sit down and uh, start something in um what we believe can work okay yeah so mm-hmm. we started catalog uganda uh 2015 i think yeah 2015 mm-hmm. uh till the year before covid i think okay that yeah, should have been 2019 to, huh? yes we decided to uh put a stop to it for mm-hmm. some reasons okay but then the dream didn't die mm-hmm. we decided to come back uh, with another brand okay. a rebrand yeah. okay and that's easy apparel that is easy apparel why easy uh <laughs> <laughs> i've always been asked that question but easy apparel comes from um, my name but mm-hmm. I, i never really wanted to name my brand kizito okay uh, because then i don't look at uh, me dying one day and going with my brand mm. it's very important that we build generational businesses mm-hmm. the indians are experts at that yes. so mm-hmm. i i take a lot of uh business basics from indians mm-hmm. they don't build for today they don't build for tomorrow they build for 
next generations. Mm-hmm. So um, in my creative work, I, I always scribble things in my notebook. So okay. I wrote my name. Like, how do I um, make a sounding brand mm-hmm. of my name? Mm-hmm. I never wanted to really be Ochizito Apparel. It doesn't sound right in my head. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I needed something, but also um, it needed to make sense to me. Okay. Like easy someone can say easy someone can say easy mm-hmm. and uh me dealing in clothing mm-hmm. like it has to be easy to actually look smart mm-hmm. so there are very many stories that i can draw from that mm-hmm. i had about three names but i chose easy because of that and also the simplicity in fashion sometimes you don't have to overdo yes yeah you just the have simpler to the, the right better thing. exactly mm-hmm. you just have to do the right thing and you're good to go Okay, so at yeah. least we know it started with your name yeah. and then you started looking at all these layers. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, okay, but it must sound like an international brand. It should be easy exactly. to remember. Easy to remember. Play around with. Exactly. Kind of like easy to wear. Easy apparel, exactly. right? You, you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you said that one you looked at made in Uganda. Yeah, you wanted something Uganda. that's proudly Ugandan. Because yeah. before that, the business with your brother, you were importing? Yeah, I was importing from UK and uh, Turkey. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's a bit of uh, China if uh, we had like these big big orders from companies mm-hmm. and maybe they needed uh, branded t-shirts branded uniforms so those ones were usually ordered from China because okay. of the mass production okay yeah. okay so so tell me about Easy Apparel how do we get to see your work where do we find your pieces how's it going yeah it's an amazing journey it's mm-hmm. an amazing journey because officially I opened um, uh, end of last year mm-hmm. but I got a store uh, in February okay so I had a few pieces of course I'd made a few pieces even before I really told people that yo we are doing this I made a few pieces for my family members who had functions ah. yeah I made suits I made some caftans mm-hmm. so I really came out in February mm-hmm. and um our store right now is at Kochi Tower, just opposite uh, CPS. Okay. So we we draw our sketches, mm-hmm. um, mostly for the African suits, what they call the kaftans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we draw sketches. We love originality, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we are trying to push. Okay. <laughs> Bobo. Yeah. Can we find you online? Yes, we are online mm-hmm. at Easy Apparel on all social media platforms. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, proudly Ugandan. I'm all about Bobo, so I'm like, Absolutely. yes, yeah. you go. Yeah. So TV. When did TV? <laughs> come knocking then now uh, because of uh, the kind of business that we're doing uh, that time it was the era of Facebook before Instagram before <laughs> Twitter was the thing so uh-huh. me and uh, my workmate we used to do lots of live sessions okay uh, creating value for our business teaching people how to wear we just created different scenarios and so you mean uh, like little coaching videos yeah little coaching videos mm-hmm. so we created uh customers in our minds and like okay there's this new customer he has mm-hmm. a new job but mm-hmm. he's fresh off campus okay uh, that calls for one thing he doesn't have a lot of money uh, secondly he's maybe a little bit skinny mm-hmm. third uh, he's grooming maybe his skin uh, needs a little bit of panel beating <laughs> so we created those scenarios in our heads uh-huh. and we started to answer those questions on uh, Facebook live okay so we were consistent with it and then that time um I think the producer of uh, Into Style Project mm-hmm. used to watch. Sometimes we weren't seeing likes, but uh, <laughs> we, someone was paying exactly, attention. Yeah, we we kept pushing. Mm-hmm. So I think that is when they picked interest. But then uh, there were people already there that On the were show. good mm-hmm. enough. 
<laughs> so they used to host me once in a while. So you would come in as a guest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But whenever I was called to be a guest, I already did my homework very well. <laughs> like if this is the chance for me to make it on TV, mm-hmm. it has to be this day. Mm-hmm. So I always uh, did my research. I asked for the topic and uh, I came off as the expert in that topic. Okay. And they were super super amazed. Well, I like that. I like yeah. that. You know, a lot of times people give up easily and like you said you are consistent with it yeah. because you may not know who's watching exactly. but someone is if you're putting in the effort eventually it pays off yo till today i met some people and uh, the first time they saw me is back then when i had two likes three likes and big people really? and they're like yo i got this lesson of maybe this color works with this one from mm-hmm. you yes back content that i don't even remember <laughs> yeah Well that's nice that's yeah. a nice reminder and mm. just yes motivation it's not about the likes true. really true true mm. it's about I, you and your focus on what you're trying absolutely. to and do and it also push the business mm-hmm. uh, because then uh the books that we read tell us not to uh oversell mm-hmm. directly mm-hmm. so with creating of value 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 mm. it was so easy for people to get to us and they're like yo i have this problem and the wardrobe prevent mm-hmm. what you advise so that is when now consultancy came in uh-huh. <laughs> yeah because it already built your foundation exactly it came from uh, a point of yeah i trust trauma he has kept telling that this on facebook so he could be the right person to change my wardrobe mm-hmm. yeah so what i'm hearing from you also is that you do a lot of reading and a lot of research um we are in an information era mm-hmm. and um, trust me if you don't read you'll be left behind and, and the information and is available it is there almost for free mm-hmm. almost for free because all the things that i know even digital marketing mm-hmm. it's my laptop and my phone mm-hmm. i've never really sat in a class of digital marketing or something mm-hmm. so i do lots of reading mm-hmm. uh, lots of research lots of um I love to ask very many questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that I think are making it maybe in West Africa, mm-hmm. I get to them, I have a chat with them. Mm-hmm. To, I ask them the hard questions. Okay. Yeah. You go out of your way. Yeah. How I really get to do things is uh most people ask what did you do mm-hmm. to make it to that level. Mm-hmm. Now me I start with the other questions. Mm-hmm. What didn't you do mm-hmm. that made it possible for you to get there? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So um in terms of you know I've been asking you all these questions mm-hmm. to listen to how you built your brand, right? Mm-hmm. Where you are today. Mm-hmm. And what would your advice be now well, to someone mm-hmm. who's also like, "Ha, huh, where do I even begin?" No, one thing is um you have to be patient sometimes we love to rush things we mm-hmm. we want to make it in 3 months it's possible still cuz i mean people are different chances are different <laughs> and But, your approach uh, can be different i know mm. yeah it can be different but then you have to be patient and uh, it's a lot of investment mm-hmm. not just money but there is such some of the books that we read are quite expensive mm-hmm. and you, you just have to go for it and most importantly you need uh, mentors in your life mm-hmm. not just one mentor one mentor will see you as you because of uh, maybe how they've seen you grow they have different pictures of you so you need different mentors from uh, different walks of life mm-hmm. maybe one in business one in medicine one in politics so they need to tell you all these things you overfeed your brain mm-hmm. and then filter and when filter. you're alone yeah wow so that is what i try to do always it's not just um, a one man army 
Okay. Yeah, I've wow. been really helped by very many people. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for joining me know, on the group right? cafe. Enjoy this thoroughly. How mm. can someone get in touch with you? Um, I'm on all social media platforms mm-hmm. at Roma Kizito, mm-hmm. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, mobile man as well. <laughs> 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 that is very important. It is always important. Yeah, so they can always get to me about um, fashion consultancy mm-hmm. and um, the importance of fashion. Because, mm-hmm. I mean... The importance of your style. It's, because it's your first impression. Exactly. And you see, the funny thing when I talk about fashion is I take it back to the story of creation. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm their first punishment by God was actually <laughs> stripping them naked. So <laughs> the single most important thing of fashion is to actually cover up. Oh, Rama. It is not something new. It's <laughs> hilarious. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know what nudists would say to that. They'll be like, hey, we feel attacked. <laughs> no, but, but you see, The importance is covering up. Covering up, mm-hmm. exactly. So <laughs> all these are things that come um, just society. Mm-hmm. That's the single most important thing mm-hmm. of fashion mm-hmm. is actually covering up. Because okay. Adam and Eve actually ran to look for leaves to <laughs> cover up. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome, Christian. All right, and be blessed. Looking forward to seeing even more from you. Inshallah. Inshallah. Mm-hmm. Good willing. All right. It's been great to um, be hosted um, oh, thank you. by the amazing Christian Newman. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> keep doing you. I will. I will. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Groove Cafe.